Let's bring him in now. Former Marshall University safety, Malik Gant. Malik, how are you? I'm doing good. Thanks for joining us. No problem. Thank you for having me. So, Malik, you recently had your pro day out there in Marshall. How would you assess your performance? I would say I had uh, a good performance at uh, Marshall Pro Day. I had a good time with the guys. Being back with uh, my teammates and my uh, my former coaches, this was a great experience. What kind of feedback did you get from teams and anybody that was there? Uh, a lot of them was uh, speaking to me uh, about uh, having meetup dates later on throughout this entire process and them just asking me what I was going to do at the Pro Day and certain drills and stuff they wanted me to wanted to see me do that I didn't do at the combine and stuff like that. So how many visits have you done to this point in terms of team visits? Uh, I haven't done any uh, physical visits yet. I had some uh, workouts, but I haven't had any uh, team visits yet. As a whole, I mean, looking back on your pro day, you said you were happy with, what, with everything that happened. But are there things you feel like you could have done better? Yeah, most definitely. It's always room for improvement. And uh, I think that uh, in this sport football and being able to uh, always make your game better and working on your feet work and making sure you're working on your craft always is always the main thing. What do you feel like you need to work on in order to have that success on the next level? I would say uh, focusing on my football IQ and getting it uh, – even better and learning more and making sure I'm grasping all the, all the material that the game has to offer. We're talking to former Marshall safety Malik Gant. So let me ask you this. Big year at Marshall, 95 tackles, including nine for loss. You had two picks. You, you broke up another eight. I mean, you were named the team's MVP. So you had a big year at Marshall last season. Is that one of the reasons – you decided to turn pro after your junior season? Uh, that was one of the, the small reasons. But, uh, one of the major reasons was because uh, looking at my uh, my mother paying for school for the first two years as being a walk-on and seeing the toll that it took on her every time I would come home. And this last time coming home and seeing the toll that it took on her, just looking at that and the position I was in to make a big – choice that can help my family out. That was the main main reason why. At what point during the season did you realize you were ready for the NFL? I would say once the game uh, made a drastic slow, uh, slow down to me, I would say the game, the game speed uh, drastically slowed down to me, and I was able to play at a faster pace with the game being so slow. So was there, was there a particular part of the season or – you just knew at some point. Uh, I would just say throughout the entire year, uh, just okay. not not at a certain point. I I would say entire year. Uh, I was just playing the game. I didn't actually know my. I made my decision late, so I didn't really know if I anything about the league or me declaring or anything like that. It kind of happened like right before the deadline. So during the season, I was just playing regular football and playing at the speed that I always played at and. Just playing football and having fun. You talked about being a walk-on. You were a walk-on at Marshall. But ultimately, you got that scholarship. What did it mean to Malik Gant to get that scholarship? What did that feel like? 
Uh, it meant a lot. Being coming out of high school, having zero offers, and to really be able to work for something, not have nothing handed to you, and be able to work for something, and to be able to get get it, and then after getting it, to keep on working hard and be an example for everybody that's coming in my shoes as walk-ons, it was just a huge thing to be able to be on a – to come from being a walk-on to being a team MVP is a drastic a drastic uh, heat for anybody. What was your family's reaction? Uh, my family uh, – it was just saying it was a blessing for me to be able to get on scholarship because it was uh, worthwhile. That's what my mother – she always uh, encouraged me and my grandmother always encouraged me. That was the main thing that they wanted me to strive for, even when times got hard. They wanted me to keep focusing, knowing that I was going to get that scholarship one day. And it turned around, and God blessed me with We're talking to former Marshall University safety Malik Anso. Watching some film of you, you like to lay the wood. You, you definitely like to go after <laughs> yeah, those big hits. Talk about that. Yeah, most definitely. Just growing up. Throughout the entire my entire life uh, since I've been playing football, that's what I always been the uh, most physical guy on the field. Even when I was coming out of high school, the probably the smallest guy on the field. I always had that mentality that I always wanted to be aggressive. I always wanted to make the hits, make the tackles. I never shied away from contact at all. Where does that come from? Uh, I would say just my upbringing through football. My pop Warner coaches and they always taught me and was real strict on me about tackling, 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 because it's such a tackling sport. You have to be physical to play football. And that's one thing they stressed on me, and I kept that with me throughout my entire life. Now, I was reading a draft profile about you, and I saw this quote. They said, quote, goes for the big hit over competing for the football as a deep safety. How would you respond to that? I would say at certain certain times – especially when you go against certain good quarterbacks where they put the ball right on the receivers, you have to try to dislodge the ball from the receiver. And that's the best way to do it is hitting the player without trying to get a pass in the friends or jumping early or trying to defend, defend the ball where you can't really reach it because the quarterback putting it on them or is in a good spot. So sometimes you have to dislodge the ball. In other cases, you can go for the ball. So we look at you now and, and obviously – you feel like you can get it done on the NFL level, and you like to lay the wood, as we said before. So let me ask you this. The way the rules are set up in the NFL, and even in college at this point, in terms of finding that correct strike zone, how difficult yep. is it to find that strike zone? I want to say, for me, it's not difficult at all. Uh, I haven't had one targeting call since I've been in college. And and I would say that's because when my coaches throughout my entire career coached me, uh, my coach Fuller that just uh, was my defensive coordinator and my safety coach, he taught me uh, it's a technique called break uh, break the pelvic bone, and that's when that's basically saying that's your aiming point for every single hit you make, so you won't get a penalty, and that's the most legal hit you can always make, no matter how much force you have, and that's the same for the NFL level. As long as you're hitting the person in the pelvic bone, it doesn't you're never going to get a call. And I haven't got one targeted call in my, my physical play, and, and, that, and it speaks for itself. We're talking to former Marsha University safety, Malik Gant. So let me ask you this. So you were a combine participant. Obviously, that's a very interesting experience. How would you describe those few days in Indiana? I would say it's the best experience that uh, any football, anybody that's in this football uh, profession or 
it's striving to be great in football. It's uh, it's a great experience that you always wish for and you always dream for. And just being there was so surreal. Like uh, every single day, I always thought to myself, like, "Dag, I'm at the NFL Combine." And throughout the days, it was uh, it was just breathtaking being able to sit with coaches, uh, sit down, have talks. Up until working out, then working out on the big stage was just uh, just to top it off. It was just great. So, what was the greatest experience there was was there a memorable moment for you during that combine that you, that you remember forever i would say stepping doing my 40 yard dash for the first time and stepping down and looking down the line and seeing like seeing everything that you always see on tv and that that was like the surreal moment for me just being able to stand right there and being on the stage that a lot of people don't get on be able to be on and having your parents and your family members everybody's watching you Around the world, everybody's watching you. That's just the the greatest moment right there. I really took that in. So let me ask you this: You are from DC, so are you a Redskins fan? Yeah, most definitely diehard. So let me ask you this: What would it mean to you if the Redskins called Malik Gant's name on draft day? It would mean the world. Uh, being able to grow up. Having that be my number one team and watching so many great players play for that, the Washington Redskins and be able to follow in their footsteps would be such a great experience. I can imagine. That that would have to be great to play for your yeah, hometown team and the team that you grew up rooting for. That would have to be absolutely amazing. So you went to Marshall. You also went, went to H.D. Woodson High School. Byron left. Yeah, most definitely. He went to Marshall. Yeah. He went to H.D. Woodson High School. Have you reached out to Leftwich? Have you guys spoken to each other? No, I haven't spoken with him yet. Uh, it's been a lot going on. I've been speaking to uh, a lot of people. I talked to I just went, actually was at my uh, high school today, and I was talking to my coach, and he was saying that he's been in contact with Byron and talking about Byron and me and everything like that. And haven't got the chance to talk to him yet, but I'm surely down the road I'm going to be talking to him. For sure, for sure. So, one of your teammates, Tyree Brady, he's also going through the same draft process as you. Have you guys helped each other along the way? Yeah, most definitely. I would say me and Tyree are uh, iron sharpener, iron. Uh, during practices and during the season, last year, this year, uh, spring ball, we always push each other and always challenge each other. There's always a battle between me and him. Either it's a, a corner blitz and I'm checking him or I'm checking him man to man. He's in the slide or whatever it is. Uh, I'm always we're always going neck to neck. He either gets a rep on me, I get a rep on him. We, we're racing like if it's only seven on seven, we'll be racing each other down the field. Uh, I'm chasing him, he chasing me. I'm. It's, it's always a competition between me and Brady. So let me ask you this. So in terms of what you're hearing, where you may go, have you been? What kind of feedback are you getting in terms of what round? You'll get drafted. What kind of feedback are you hearing? Uh, I haven't, I haven't really focused on that right now. I have only thing I've been focused on right now is really the grind, and that's the main thing that's really uh, my main focus is right now. I haven't really been focusing on where I'm going and anything like that. When you get tied up to those things, you start lacking of the grind, and that's what I've been really focused on right now. Just taking care of everything I can take care of, and letting everything be in God's hand. So, are you like? When you see mock drafts or when you see your name certain places, do you kind of just look the other way? Yeah, most definitely. I don't really 
focus on all the hype. It's, nothing is set in stone until that day, and when that day comes, that's when I find out where I, where I land. We're talking to former Marshall University safety Malik Camp. So, Malik, obviously this draft process, there's a lot going on. You're getting a lot of questions. You're getting tested all the different times. So it's a very difficult process, a very difficult process. So yeah, looking back on this whole process, and it's not over yet. we still got another month. But what have you learned about yourself? Uh, I would say about myself that I can strive for anything. Going Before this entire long process, I, I would never even expect myself to be able to do this much this much work, this much, uh, like you said, it's a busy, it's a busy process in this process, and a lot of people you don't really get get that in college. You don't really have to deal with so much uh, training back to back to back to forth, and having interviews, me and having to talk to so many different people. And I think uh, just I would say just myself and being able to prepare myself for that and throughout this whole process and keeping a, a good head about it has been a great experience. And I say I'm going, I'm going a lot. By this experience. So you feel like you've become a better man since this whole thing started? Yeah, most definitely. Did you ever think growing up in D.C. that the NFL was possible for you? Uh, I never had a second guess. Uh, since I was five years old, it's always been my dream. And, and I've always been working for this. I've always been – football has always been my main goal and my main hobby. Never really had anything that could sidetrack me or anything like that. It's always been football school, football school, football school. And I, growing up, my mother made sure that I was focused on football. If I wasn't doing any – if football season was around, I was staying active and doing another sport. And as soon as football come, season come back around, back to football, I always – it's never been like a second guess or anything. I've always been focused on this goal. So they say that all Gants are related. I'm a Gant. You're a Gant. So when you get <laughs> yeah. drafted, can a brother get a couple dollars? <laughs> <laughs> Cousin. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I see. I see. <laughs> End of the day, why yep. should any team give Malik Gant an opportunity in the NFL? I would say you, you uh, you're picking a player that you haven't really seen in a while. Uh, the, my style of play and the physicality I bring to the game, my aggressiveness, my my playmaking abilities, and just the the way I am on and off the field, you you don't get from a lot of people and a lot of guys that buys into football and everything. Foot, their mindset is all about football, and the way that I play, uh, you don't really see it anywhere right now uh, out of any safety, and I would say that would be the main thing. So how or, or where, how, how are you going to do this draft? Where are you going to watch it at? How are you going to handle it? I haven't really planned that out yet. Uh, really just probably have a, a small family uh, gathering or just a couple uh, family members together, probably go bowling or something like that. And just to get my mind not really focused on like totally on the draft, but always been prepared for a call. All right, that's, that definitely sounds like a good plan, man. I mean, it's been a long process, and the process ends end of April. You'll figure out, or you, you'll know where exactly you're going to go. What, what's your well, social definitely. media? Plug your social media. Yep, uh, you can follow me on uh, Malik underscore Gant on Instagram, and you can follow me on Twitter, Malik underscore underscore Gant on Twitter.
Okay. All right. So, fans, you know where to hit this man up on Twitter. You know where to hit this man up on Instagram. So make sure you get over there, support this man. He's a Gant, so you got to support him. Well, definitely got to support him <laughs> as he goes on well, to that next it. level, trying to get to the NFL. Malik, absolute pleasure, man. Wish you nothing but Thank the best you. of luck moving forward. I appreciate it. Thank and when you, you get drafted, cousin wants a couple dollars. <laughs> I got you, cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Take care of yourself. All right. Thank you. You too. All right.